Thought Leadership Studio. You're listening to Thought Leadership Studio, the podcast that helps you master high-level positive mass influence to create distinctive business niches, captivate an audience, grow your following, and change the game by changing the frame with strategic thought leadership. Thought Leadership Studio. Welcome back to Thought Leadership Studio. This is episode number 32. How strategic is your content marketing? Six ways to assess the level of strategic impact of your content marketing PR or influence campaign. Now what this episode will do for you is help you quickly assess how strategic your campaign or communication is. We're gonna go through a six question quiz for that. It'll help you deepen your understanding of what it means to be strategic with communication. Help you understand how AI, like ChatGPT, could lead to groupthink but how to use that understanding to your advantage and stand out. It'll help you gain deeper insight into the mechanics of a strategic backstory that guides your communication and guides your audience to new thinking and help you strengthen the subconscious positive influence of your message in service of leading your audience to a better outcome. Now, before we dive more deeply It's a reminder about what this podcast is for. Thought Leadership Studio is a workshop in strategic positive influence. So you can consider this podcast an ongoing workshop to help you attain even more peak performance in your thought leadership. Think of the episodes as your library for self-training as a high-performing thought leader. So it's condensed learning. So keep in mind that with some of these topics, I spent years honing my approach with model building, testing, learning, and incorporating principles from breakthrough examples, as well as various other ways of innovating and optimizing. And my intention is to bring this learning down to a condensed form for your optimum empowerment. So I strongly recommend repeated listening, as well as keeping in mind the multiple level learning can happen at least to some extent outside of conscious awareness. Having an impact on beliefs is actually a higher level of influence with accompanying higher positive impact than the typical conscious mind learning, like remembering a list of the right things to do. And through my training in things like design human engineering and neuro-linguistic programming, systems thinking, game theory, I'm using techniques like multiple level learning, embedded metaphorical loops, accelerated learning, both to give you an accelerated training process on this never-ending continuum of being better at strategic positive influence, and also to act as a model to follow in how I convey the skills to assist you consciously and unconsciously in putting these to work in your own communication. And before I dive into this further, I want to remind you that if you're listening on an app, check out the link in the episode description. 
And that will take you to the episode page on thoughtleadershipstudio.com, which has extra resources, a different perspective, that which fits better on a web page than on an audible podcast episode to fill out your learning in this area, as well as links to some free offers like the Marketer's Guide to Strategic Thought Leadership, which will help you utilize the building blocks of strategic thought leadership in your own persuasion marketing or leadership. And also a link to get a free 30-minute brainstorming or discovery session with me in which we can address your thought leadership specifically. Thought Leadership Studio. So this episode is all about standing out with strategic leadership, a strategic message, a message that has depth in your content marketing or your PR or your public influence campaign. It's about changing minds in a positive way. But we're suddenly living in a world of chat GPT and other text-generating AI platforms. Is that good? Well, one possible outcome of the emergence of all this AI-generated content is due to it making it easier to generate more content, there's gonna be an even greater firehose of information for your audience to drink from. And even before these recent developments, standing out in a crowded marketplace of the digital age has been quite a challenge, but having a greater depth to your message is a way to separate yourself from the competition rather than blending in. And that means not necessarily not using AI, but using it the right way, and we'll get into that. But first, a short message from our sponsor, Scorpion Helpers. And now for a message from our sponsor, Scorpion Helpers. Scorpions can only race up to a certain age before they are sidelined and put out to pasture, sometimes with debilitating injuries from their years of racing. Even the more famous ones are forgotten about and sometimes left to rot away in cages with a scrap of lobster artichoke salad thrown to them here and there. We want to find homes for these former racing scorpions. We want to let them live out their final years in a beautiful setting. You can give a retired racing scorpion a good retirement of living their golden years out in a ranch setting, free to roam, play, and frolic with the other retired racing scorpions for only $50 a month per quarter pound of scorpions. Sponsor a racing scorpion. Give them a good retirement. Scorpionhelpers.com Make a donation today and get a free bib with the Scorpion Helpers logo, along with a signed picture of the former champion racing scorpion, Ralph of the Atlantean Wildebeests. Scorpionhelpers.com Make a donation today. 
save a scorpion from being relegated to a traveling circus where they're forced to play tricks and jump through hoops in front of a crowd in between being carried from city to city, all alone, and only one train car per scorpion per room. Make a donation today at scorpionhelpers.com. So building that depth to your communication comes in part from having a strategic approach to your marketing and leadership. And it's important to ask yourself whether your content is, number one, taking your audience somewhere with purpose, like a rowboat with all rowers powerfully rowing in unison. Or two, is it more like it when rowers are rowing in opposite directions, putting the boat in a spin and staying in one place? So how well are people being propelled to a well-defined new position? And how empowering is this new position for the recipient? And how well aligned is it with the unique benefits of the product or service or philosophy that you represent? So here's kind of a checklist of components and a set of questions to ask to assess this. You can rate your campaign by scoring how many yes answers you give to this strategic influence self-assessment. And after we go through it, I'll break down the components of it so you can use it for a tool not just for self-assessment, but also for self-regulation and adjust your campaign by bringing in whatever components you need to make it what I would call effective strategic thought leadership. And of course, this is my model. It's a very effective model based on experience. It works. It's based on modeling the very most powerful marketing campaigns, the ones that brought hundreds of percent of annual growth that brought companies to clear market leadership. But still, of course, you can just use it whatever creative way makes sense to you. 
So the sixth question self-test for assessing the strategic value of your campaign. Number one, can you clearly define one or more of your leadership positions as if-then statements? Yes or no? Number two, can you contrast your leadership position or positions with baseline thinking that it's leading people from in order to create paths you're leading an audience along? Yes or no? And by the way, all this is articulated on the episode page, which is linked to in the episode description. So I suggest clicking that and going through this and and scoring yourself there. Um, Number three, can you articulate persuasive talking points that bridge this gap and propel people along what I would call a thought leadership path between their old baseline position thinking and your leadership positions, yes or no? Number four, can you show how each content piece, each web page, each blog post, each podcast interview or press release or other media or book uses these talking points to propel thinking in a way that serves an audience? Yes or no? Number five, can you articulate the values of your audience that your positional positions serve better than their prior positions did? Yes or no? And number six, are you outputting this leadership in a content, influence, or PR program with enough scale, enough frequency, enough reach to get a positive response from your audience? Yes or no? And to score it, you wanna give five points for each firm yes answer, zero points if it's a firm no, and give it somewhere between zero and five if you think it's somewhere in between. Total up your points. Now if it's zero to 10 points, I'd call that low to no strategy. 11 to 20 points would be moderately strategic. 21 to 29 points, very strategic. And of course, 30 points is a 100% strategy score. And of course, the idea is this is just a model. No model is true. And it's all about how useful a model is. And I found this pretty useful for quickly finding out, you know, is there a strategy? Is there a backstory? Is there a clear sense of leading thinking somewhere new? Is there a creative leadership position articulated that people will resonate with because it's touching into their higher values and what's really important to them? And of course, it's based on contrasting a creative new angle or leadership position with traditional assumptions with the norm of what thinking is in the field or how people see a product or service being used, what its role is in their life, how to use it, what it does for them, what the most important aspects of it are. All these are fodder for creating new thinking. It takes a new perspective 
And that's why things like AI like ChatGPT, which can only be based on the past, is useful for finding a baseline position, finding out what the current thinking is. And it's certainly not even perfect for that, but it can be used in a helpful way for finding out what the current as prominent assumptions are in a field. That's a good prompt for ChatGPT. In this field, what are the current prevalent assumptions? So I asked it that. I said, ChatGPT, what are some prevalent assumptions in the marketing industry? Now, to make sure that you, the listener, can know when I'm quoting from a response generator from ChatGPT while uh, ChatGPT is, quote, talking. I will play this background of data center noise. So when you hear this, that means it's coming from ChatGPT and it's not necessarily something I agree with. But it might be. And it might be useful regardless. We'll see. So. Again, I asked about prevalent assumptions in the marketing industry. Its answer, some prevalent assumptions in the marketing industry include the more you spend on advertising, the more sales you'll make. A larger target market will lead to more sales. Having a strong brand will automatically lead to customer loyalty. Younger demographics are primarily found online and older demographics primarily watch television. Customers make purchasing decisions based primarily on logical considerations and rational thinking. It's important to note that these assumptions may not always be true, may vary based on the specific product or service being marketed and the target audience. Well, stepping back from chat, GPT. Of course, they're not always true. They're assumptions. So, I'm not seeing as much potential for a good baseline position as I was hoping from that question. So I prodded a little further with the prompt, what are some unspoken rules in the marketing profession? And the answer I got was some unspoken rules in the marketing profession include always be aware of the competition and try to stay ahead of them. Use data to support decisions and strategy. Be willing to take risk and try new things. Continuously adapt and evolve to stay relevant. Be sensitive to cultural and societal changes and their impact on the target audience. Be aware of ethical considerations such as avoiding deception or manipulative practices. Be prepared to justify and defend budget and strategy decisions to upper management. Be able to clearly communicate the value of the product or service and the impact of the marketing efforts to both internal and external stakeholders. It's worth noting that some of these unspoken rules are not only specific for the marketing profession, but for the business in general. Okay, so this groupthink representing the whole of the marketing profession is, seems really generic, okay? So I want to get a little closer to something actionable for baseline thinking positions. So I then used the prompt, hey chat, GPT. What are some belief systems in marketing that are worth challenging? And it came back with, there's several belief systems in marketing worth challenging as they may not always be accurate or effective in achieving marketing goals. Some examples in 
include the belief that more advertising equates to more sales, while increasing advertising spend can help to increase brand awareness and generate sales. It doesn't always guarantee an increase in sales. It's important to carefully consider the target audience message and medium when creating a marketing campaign. The belief that a bigger target market means more sales. The belief that the brand automatically leads to customer loyalty. The belief that younger demographics are online, older ones are watching TV. And I'm summarizing here because this is just getting wordy. And the belief that consumers make purchasing decisions based primarily on logical considerations and rational thinking. Well, of course, customers are largely influenced by emotions, hence the kind of backstory that we're building. So I'm not particularly happy with how actionable these baseline assumptions that I'm extracting so far from Jet GTPR. Maybe we can't yet depend on AI for deep insight, or is it better as an extension of thinking and to provide some counterpoint? So what we're trying to do here is to find current thinking that doesn't meet what we would call higher values, what's really important to an audience, as well as some fresh new thinking would. Fresh new thinking becomes a thought leadership position. We put it in the structure of language that enables us to generate persuasive talking points, also based on the structure of language, which becomes very easy when we get both statements, baseline and thought leadership position, and the structure of if then statements. So we need to drill down to these if-then statements to effectively apply what I call the thought process of strategic thought leadership. And that's thought spelled T-H-A-U-T. And it means triadic, holistic architecture underlying thought leadership. And, of course, I'll provide links on the episode page so you can dive more deeply into that. But let's see how well ChatGPT does at converting these assumptions to if-then statements. The more data we have on customers, the better we can target them. The better we can target customers' data, the more sales we can make. More marketing content is always better. Marketing and advertising are a hierarchical system with advertisers at the top and customers at the bottom. So here's what ChatGPT came back with. If a company has more data on its customers, then it will be able to better target them. If a company can better target its customers using data, then it will see an increase in sales. If a company wants to increase its reach and engagement, then it should produce more marketing content if a company views marketing and advertising as a hierarchical system, then it will put advertisers at the top and customers at the bottom. Okay, so here's some assumptions that we can challenge with some fresh thinking that could potentially be strong thought leadership position. So then the question is, well, can we use this AI to help generate some possible thought leadership position ideas. Hey, chat GPT, what are some alternative positions that would challenge those assumptions also as if 
within statements. In ChatGPT replies, if a company has a lot of data on its customers but doesn't use it effectively or ethically, then it may not be able to better target them. If a company can better target its customers using data but doesn't also pay attention to the quality of its product or service, then it may not see an increase in sales. If a company produces a lot of marketing content but doesn't focus on quality or relevance, it may not see an increase in reach and engagement. If a company views marketing and advertising as a hierarchical system, then it may not be able to build trust and long-term relationship with its customers. Okay, now these are getting closer, but I feel there's much better thought leadership positions that can emerge from human creativity, from taking a different perspective. Consider, for example, the shift in perspective that comes from taking the customer point of view and looking at marketing from the outside in. After all, the customer is really who's in control, and any hierarchy in marketing should have the customer at the top, not the bottom. Now, ChatGPT pointed to the general direction of that insight with, if a company views marketing and advertising as a hierarchical system, then it may not be able to build trust in long-term relationships with its customers. That's okay, but you know, it's, I think a much better thought leadership position could be if the marketing adds value to the recipient with a fresh, empowering perspective, then it's more effective because more prospects will willingly engage with it. So here we're talking about not using data to target the customer, but using data to target what the customer wants. Not so much trying to track them to find out their previous behavior, but using insight to discover what's really important to them, to better give it to them. It's much more respectful. It reveres the value of respect for the customer as well as leadership and service. But of course, that might be a little bit too out of the box for this artificial intelligence, which Noam Chomsky recently called high-tech plagiarism, by the way. But for this artificial intelligence that only has past thinking to feed it. But I can see how it can be used to more quickly assemble traditional thinking in an industry, to regurgitate it as the beginning of a set of assumptions to challenge. Just don't take it as the last word. And make sure you take some fresh perspectives and look outside of these assumptions for the truly new creative thinking that will build an audience and take them somewhere worthwhile. And are you starting to see how defining these endpoints of a thought leadership path as a vector from old thinking to new thinking can help beget persuasive talking points that guide a strategic campaign? The third question, 
of the self-assessment. And while we are referring back to that self-assessment for discovering the strategic components of your campaign, think about the fifth question is, can you articulate the values of your audience that your position or positions serve better than their prior positions? So let's try using chat GPT to discover some potential unmet values. Now I asked chat GPT, what are some values customers have that marketing does not effectively satisfy? And of course, for all these questions, I'm asking it about the field of marketing, but you could fill in that blank with anything. This is just an example. And ChatGPT replied, marketing is a process of creating, delivering, promoting, and communicating a product or service to customers, but it is not always able to effectively satisfy all of the values that customers may have. Some values that customers may have that marketing does not effectively satisfy include authenticity. Many customers value authenticity and transparency about the products and services they purchase. Now I'm summarizing, so don't get too wordy here. Sustainability, increasing number of customers looking for products and services that are environmentally friendly, etc. Empowerment. Now we're getting to where rubber meets the road. Customers may value feeling empowered and in control of the purchasing decisions, but some marketing practices such as manipulative or pressure-based tactics to make them feel otherwise. Community. Some customers value being part of a community and supporting a business that aligns with their values and beliefs. Marketing can't always effectively create a sense of community and belonging and privacy. Many customers are becoming increasingly concerned about their privacy and data security and may be hesitant to engage with marketing efforts that collect or use their personal information without permission. Okay, that one, privacy in particular, and empowerment as well, are much better satisfied with this proposed thought leadership position. That if the marketing adds value to the recipient with a fresh empowering perspective, then it's more effective because more prospects will willingly engage with it. Which, of course, reduces the need to target customers because now the customers are going to target the marketing because it targets what's important to them, what they want, their privacy and empowerment. So there's how this new thought leadership position can more effectively serve the higher values. So now we're connecting values with a thought leadership position. We're getting some assistance from ChatGPT to assist, but certainly not replace our creative thinking, to give us some insight into a baseline position, but not replace taking fresh perspectives. And it's almost like it's giving us more and more clarity on the current group think we're dealing with that we're leading people from but let's see if it can help generate things in the language of persuasion, talking points in the language of persuasion to start building out a set of talking points that form what we call a position paper, supporting a thought leadership position that can guide a campaign. 
and let's try this prompt. Chat GPT, generate some talking points supporting the position that marketing that adds value to the recipient with a fresh, empowering perspective and is based on targeting what the recipient wants instead of targeting the recipient is more effective. Here's what it came back with. Focusing on adding value to the recipient with a fresh and empowering perspective rather than targeting them helps to build trust and credibility with the audience. Customers are more likely to engage with a message that provides them with something of value rather than one that is focused on making a sale. Targeting what the recipient wants rather than targeting the recipient can lead to more personalized and relevant marketing message. This can increase the chances of customers engaging with the message and ultimately making a purchase. Hmm. Marketing this based on adding value can also help in creating long-term customer relationships. Rather than just a one-time transaction, this can lead to repeat business in positive word of mouth, which can be more valuable than a single sale. Uh, ChatGPT goes on with a few others, but these talking points seem to be largely focused on rational thinking and logical decision-making. I'm not seeing the structure of the language of influence here, but I wouldn't necessarily expect that from that particular prompt. Remember, people make decisions largely unconsciously and based on emotion, with a rational mind being used to build support to justify these emotion-based unconscious decisions. True in all areas. That's why you need to use the structure of the language of influence when building talking points that support your thought leadership positions, whether you call them that or not, and that propel people along your thought leadership paths, whether you call them that or not. And there's over 20 language patterns we use and infinite number of variations and subcategories of those that we use in my consulting and marketing practice to help clients build what we call position papers that summarize their thought leadership positions and list talking points that strategically guide and populate content marketing, PR, and influence campaigns and that work on the subconscious emotional level when utilized. Let's see if chat GPT can be harnessed to use one of them. One key pattern that could potentially fit is what we call the AB outcome pattern. Just like you're at a fork in the road, so you have two options. One option is the old baseline thinking that'll lead to problems and suffering. The other option is the new thinking, the thought leadership position that will lead to good outcomes and especially good feelings. So I'll attempt to harness chat GTP to help formulate some AB outcome pattern type talking points. Prompt is chat GPT, generate some talking points in the formula of if you adopt this perspective, in parentheses, marketing that adds value to the recipient with a fresh, empowering perspective and is based on targeting what the recipient wants instead of targeting the recipient is more effective. 
you'll gain benefits. And if you don't, you'll suffer consequences. Be sure to include the good feelings they'll get by adopting this perspective and the negative feelings they could get if they don't. Here's the response. If you adopt a marketing perspective that adds value to the recipient with a fresh empowering perspective, you'll gain benefits such as increased trust and credibility with your audience, which can lead to increased engagement in sales. This can result in a feeling of satisfaction and accomplishment for providing valuable and relevant information to your customers. If you adopt a marketing perspective that targets what the recipient wants instead of targeting the recipient, you'll gain benefits such as increased personalization and relevance in your marketing message, which can lead to increased engagement in sales. This can result in a feeling of effectiveness and efficiency in your marketing strategy. If you adopt a marketing perspective that adds value to the customer, it will help in creating long-term customer relationships rather than just a one-time transaction, which can lead to repeat business and positive word of mouth. This can result in a feeling of pride and confidence in your company's service and reputation. If you don't adopt a marketing perspective that adds value, you'll suffer consequences such as lack of trust and credibility with your audience, which can lead to decreased engagement in sales. This can result in a feeling of disappointment and frustration in your marketing efforts. If you don't adopt a marketing perspective that targets what the recipient wants, you may miss out on potential opportunities to personalize and tailor your message, leading to decreased engagement in sales. This can result in a feeling of missed opportunities and inefficiency. This is a pretty useful response from ChatGPT, but it's going to take a little Frankensteining of gluing together accompanying A, B outcomes of if you do A, it'll be bad. If you do B, it'll be good so that they fit in a concise way and curating, of course, the ones that make the most sense. For example, here's one decent talking point that I curated and edited from that batch. If you simply rehash old thinking in your marketing, you may blend in with your competitors, leading to decreased brand awareness and a feeling of stagnation. If instead you promote a fresh, empowering perspective that adds value, you'll gain trust, credibility, increased engagement, and sales. This can result in the satisfaction of providing value to your prospective customers. been Thought Leadership Studio, episode 32, How Strategic Is Your Content Marketing? 
I'm your host, Chris McNeil, strategic thought leadership coach and consultant and marketing consultant. And I hope this episode was really helpful for assessing how strategic your campaign or communication is to learn some prompts for chat GPT that can support strategic marketing and developing a strong thought leadership model, including a thought leadership position and become more aware of where you're at in terms of depth of strategy because a lot of people are just gonna use AI to develop more and more noise. You want to use it to assist your creativity in developing a really distinctive message, a distinctive new position that satisfies higher values in an audience and helps you build an audience more quickly, ramp up your engagement, ramp up your confidence, ramp up the power of your message on multiple levels. So it's been great. Make sure that you subscribe if you have not already. Give a rating if you haven't already. And share Thought Leadership Studio with your friends. Make sure you go back over the library of prior episodes. We've got some great interviews with fantastic models of leadership and especially thought leadership. And go to the episode page Um, We've got a summary of all these prompts and responses from ChatGPT. We've got the self-assessment for assessing the strategic value of your campaign with the scoring strategy. And the link to the episode page is in the episode description if you're on an app. So thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next week. Thought Leadership Studio.